today we are talking about what are we talking about? I forgot what we're you We're talking said. about the future, sort of, but we're Hi- talking about foresight. No, not hindsight. <laughs> the opposite of hindsight. <laughs> She's like, "Oh yeah, hindsight. The I future." Knew that was the of it, but it just came out. <laughs> you could say it. I didn't let you get it out. Foresight. Foresight. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. It's episode number 50 of Level Up. Yeah! There it is. Excitement. We're recording during the day for the first time in a long time, which means there's gas in the tank, cash in the bank. How does the rest of that go? I can't say the rest because it's mildly inappropriate. Oh. And is this that is Macklemore? a. It is. Oh, I really like I think Macklemore. I did it the, the back way the back way around. The back way. <laughs> Backlamore. Backlamore. <laughs> yeah. Because there's, uh, there's gas in the tank, cash in the bank. Or is there cash in the bank, gas in the tank? I think. Maybe I we should put no gas idea. in the bank and cash in the tank. <laughs> that would not go so well. In any case, this is another week we're going to talk about ways to put cash in your bank. Hey. <laughs> Wow. You love it. Kind of. Kind of. A little bit. Kind of. Anyway, once again, this is episode 50. So if you're just joining us, you've got a lot of binge listening to do. You've got 49 episodes. I feel like we've gotten a lot better since episode one. I'd skip like episode one through 15 maybe. You know what though? Like for, for those of you who haven't been listening, we started this as a totally different podcast. That's true. It was not even called Level Up for the yeah. first 15, 16 episodes. It was called Balance. Mm-hmm. Um, Boring. Yeah, it was very generic. It was, hey, let's reach everybody on earth and talk about everything (laughs) in a way that everybody will listen. And that's a bit of a microcosm of us finding how to do something properly and helping to share some of those things on this podcast now where you focus in, which we do now. Yeah. Well, it's an example of just going through the process of figuring out what works for you and what works for your audience. And yeah. we had to go through that to recognize that this isn't working so well. We're not connecting with the people and, and making the impact that we want to. And in a lot of ways, and this is going to be a shameless plug for those first for, 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 for those first 14 <laughs> episodes. That's a lot of Fs in it a row. But we started talking about things like finding your focus. That's what a lot of the first episodes were about, was about establishing process and figuring out your focus and being deliberate and all of that. And so we've really been trying to take our own advice, at Mm -hmm. least on the front end of this. Now we just spout out about stuff. Clearly, we're about five minutes in and we haven't said anything yet. (laughs) But um, yeah, so we were balanced. We turned into Level Up in a grand rebrand of Mm -hmm. 2020. Yeah. Sort of around the time of the great lockdown of 2020. And uh, and here we are. Yeah. Episode 50. And enough talking about the past. Yes. Today we are talking about, what are we talking about? I forgot what we're you said. We're talking about the future, sort of, but we're Hi- talking about foresight. No, not hindsight. <laughs> the opposite of hindsight. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, hindsight. The I future. I of it, but it just came out. <laughs> you could say it. I didn't let you get it out. Foresight. Foresight. 
Mm-hmm. And what is, is the definition of foresight, Mr. Steinfeld? Oh, so we're going to enter the classroom now. Yes. So we're talking about your ability, or at least trying to work your way into seeing what's going to happen, having a good idea of the things that are upcoming, not necessarily and not at all really for your business, but just in general and how to leverage your foresight into what's happening in the environment around you into generating useful content, useful marketing, good messages, and a great experience for your clients and soon-to-be clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that initial first impression, if we're talking about with your potential clients is absolutely critical. I just started reading a book called Never Lose a Customer by Joey Coleman. And he talks a lot about that, how that initial meeting or contact with that person sets you up for the success or the failure that will eventually come. So it helps generate your foresight. Well, no, but it's about using foresight to create that ultimate client experience right from the beginning. Because if you happen to come in with some amazing, uh, amazing experience or any sort of service halfway through that relationship, it really doesn't have as much of an impact. Well, especially if you don't make it that far. Well, if you don't make it that far, it's one thing. But like, if you're really like making that impact, it's it's it it's really important to do it at, at the beginning. Right on. So what we mean by this and what we're going to talk about is everybody, as we've talked about many times before, is competing for the same business. There's a lot of competition. Everyone's trying to differentiate. But Mm -hmm. it really seems like people are trying to differentiate on a very similar plane, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. So everyone's trying to be different, but they're all trying to be different with the same things. Yeah. You know, my postcard is going to look a little bit different because it's got this catchy slogan or... Or I'm offering a free home evaluation to anybody that wants it. Right. And I think right now the stage we're at with Foresight, which is a lot of, uh, it is a good development, I think, for realtors, is a lot of realtors and business people are using the developments out there that they know of as their foresight. Yeah. So things like TikTok and things like, you're going to go in a different direction. I was going to go, but, but it's okay. You can talk about it. So hold on to your about. thought. But I I, I'm holding. people are, are trying to understand the trends in marketing. And they're trying to grasp those as they come out. So things like, you know, we're starting now doing Instagram reels and some of these things that are becoming kind of the quote unquote cool thing and the place people are going. And that is having foresight, but it's also sort of bandwagony. It's not a bad thing. It's a great thing to do, but it's not what we mean when we're talking about foresight and and thinking forward. I'm going to get into something else soon, but you are going to finish your thought that you started. So before I go down a... Well, well, one thing about that, like when you give the example of Instagram reels or like a new technology that comes out, it's great to learn how to use it. But if you're not going to be consistent at it, there's really no point in starting to commit to something like that, in my opinion. For sure. So Is that, that what you were going no, to say? No, no, okay. No, I was just going to add to what you were saying. But Love it. what I was going to say is a great example of foresight that I'm seeing with realtors is supporting small businesses and just putting out posts. Like I, I actually saw like three from different people today saying, you know, let's support our small businesses. Anybody that owns one who's a small business entrepreneur, put your business on here on the comments and people will make sure to follow it and blah, 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 which I think is amazing initiative. It's a type of thing that we want to be doing, but how can you take that one step further to really set yourself apart? So one thing that I was thinking for us, and I can give you this as an example, because feel free to steal it because we're not going to do it this year, but like Mm -hmm. putting together some sort of like, uh, 
catalog or something like that where you can feature different products that these small businesses are offering and kind of consolidate it into one, take it one step further, use it as a lead magnet maybe and blah, 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 blah. But like you're kind of providing even more value because you're putting that out there um, in a way that's more consumable for um, just people in your neighborhood. Yeah. And for all of these, I mean, we'll give a few examples, I think, because that's what you guys want to hear. We're not just going to talk about, hey, go figure it out, yeah, although we yeah. are, because for all of this, this is all about thinking and doing a deep dive, most importantly, into what it is you're trying to achieve. Like with any other marketing approach, doing something because it might be a good idea or the next big thing is useless if you don't know who you're trying to target, what you're trying to get out of it. So mm-hmm. the example you just gave there, think about it. If, if you're trying to build community, for example, as your marketing... Which I think we all are. Which we all are. But I mean, I'm saying the difference between, you know, uh, uh, an investment realtor versus whatever. True. Yeah. But, you know, if you've got a target that is community, think about what this particular situation we're in Mm -hmm. is continuing, not just with the stuff we know we can do. And Foresight initially um, with COVID, things like putting together care packages, things like setting out the right stuff before it became the here's what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. at showings and at you know when open houses were allowed whatever understanding what's to come and preparing that way makes you look like you've got your shit together but it also makes you trusted so something like a, a local business thing you're building community cuz you're showing you're a part of it you're supporting the businesses that are clearly going through a tough patch yeah you know, you're not asking for anything in return, which is always, as we've talked about, a very key thing. Mm-hmm. Providing value doesn't mean asking for something. Yeah. You know, at most, maybe it's an email address mm-hmm. that you're asking for. But that's a great example of one way to leverage an environment that we're in right now to do good, but also build your name, your brand, and your community, if that's what your goal is. Yes, exactly. I mean, I can think of a few other examples that people are really, like, that's really standing out is I know there's a lot of people that do, like, the 12 days of Christmas, usually, and they'll give out, like, a gift card to Amazon or Starbucks or something like that, but there's some realtors that are really focusing in on the local businesses and giving gift cards and products away from those businesses, which I think is brilliant. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, taking, and another example of taking it one step further. Yeah. So for me, when we try to do this, and we've been trying to do this a bit more Mm -hmm. recently, especially, I mean, COVID, never will I refer to it as an opportunity because that's terrible, but you have to play the cards you're dealt. The world goes in all sorts of different directions. This is the really crappy chapter that was 2020. Mm -hmm. But all that I do and all that I think you should do is just take a look at what's happening in the world. It doesn't have to be COVID. Take a look at the big news stories. Know the things that are going to be happening that people are looking forward to. You know, if we were in the States, the election, things like that. There's all kinds of things that create a reason not to create funny comedy content around it or things like that. Like I'm not saying become a daily show reel, but get a feeling for what the people in your target market, as like we always say, are worried about, interested in, concerned about. And what's going to be coming in the next month, two, three, or six that you can get ahead of something you know is on the horizon that might either be a trouble point for people or something people are looking forward to. Yep. 
because those are two opposites that both lead themselves to opportunity for you to have some foresight into something to do with your marketing. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to keep throwing out examples here, but <laughs> um, we all like as parents, we all know that kids are going to be off school in the next couple of weeks. So how can you as an agent reach out to those people, maybe provide some value? Like we're going to give gingerbread houses to our past clients that are families. And, yep. you know, so like what activities do you think you could offer them? Or, you know, I've heard of an idea of doing like a coloring contest and so any way that you can engage kids in a time where parents are constantly looking for activities, especially this year, because there's mm-hmm. so few activities that you can send your kids off to, um, is really, really appreciated. Yeah, there's so many ways to just sit back and be creative. If you are willing to take an hour of your day to just sit back and have one of those brainstorm sessions... Mm-hmm where it doesn't matter how many ideas sound crazy. Like when this started with kids, we in in March for mm-hmm. March break, you know, not everyone's going to have the infrastructure to hold a camp or anything like that. But that was an idea mm-hmm. that we put out there to turn our office into a little bit of a March break camp where we could yeah. do a couple hours a day and let community parents and realtors with kids bring their kids and just hang out at the office for a bit. Yeah, have a movie day. Have a movie day. Yeah. And uh, and the intent there was also, we'll do a mastermind with the parents if they're realtors. We were going to yeah. do a little realtor mastermind in the office. Why not? Um, and now, as some of you might know, if you're, if you're following us uh, in our community page, although I guess if you're listening to the podcast, you might not, but feel free to. Mm-hmm. Um, the Von Home Team, it's the <laughs> community page. We saw that Santa is not going to be at malls this right. year. And and that's before it was really announced, but it seemed to be a foregone conclusion that... Well, yeah, it was just an assumption. Yeah, there were not going to be kids sitting on knees. And even if that was going to happen, I'm sure there were a lot of parents out there who would have mm. been staunchly against having their kids sit on somebody's knee in a mall in this yeah. situation. Well, I don't know how many Santas would want to put themselves out there. And like, that's true. you know, I feel like it'd be the opposite concern. But that's, anyway, That's yeah. true. So we decided to get a Santa suit and run virtual Santa visits Mm -hmm. for four weeks, for four straight weekends in our community, focused on just um, parents with kids in Vaughn who are definitely the people we want to reach out to, but not a real estate call to action at all. Just a Mm -hmm. free Santa visits, have a Zoom call, get the video and uh, and build a relationship that way. And we're halfway through now. Mm-hmm. two weeks in and we're booked solid. We're creating more spots now. Yeah. And we didn't even pay to advertise this on social media. No. This was strictly one post. Um, we put a few stories out about it, but one post that just got a lot of uh, attention and ended up getting a lot of b- bookings and people love it. Um, it's, it's been great. And I've loved watching, like Daniel's been doing most of all of it. Like he's been Santa. So I've been kind of in the background watching and, but just hearing the kids voices like, hi, Santa. It's like the the cutest in the world and it makes it all worth it. I mean, it obviously, again, it's an investment in time and you have to be prepared for that. But that's the one thing we're doing this year for this time of year. Um, you know, you, you got to kind of pick and choose what you want to do because you have to be consistent at it because 
because not only are we doing the visit, but we're also sending out the recording afterwards, which mm-hmm. a bit, with a bit of a call to action to follow us on our social pages and, you know, go to our website to be updated on, on home sales and blah, blah, blah. If anything's available in the North Pole. Yeah. But we'll let you know. Exactly. But um, it, it does take a big time commitment. So that's why we committed to this one thing. But think about how that relates to, first of all, like you said, it hasn't cost us money, but time is well, definitely valuable. Suit, well, yeah. my Santa suit, but yeah, <laughs> but that's going to withstand the test of time. Yeah. Although, word to the right, yeah, yeah, sidebar, Santa suits don't go in the washing machine. And when you do hours in a row of Santa visits. And you're a sweaty person And normally. you're a sweaty pig like me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's disgusting. And I've got two more weeks of wearing it. So we're gonna have to bring that to a dry cleaner. But in any case, what I was going to say, (laughs) other than I'm a gross, sweaty Santa, (laughs) sign up your kids. We'll make a spot for you with gross, sweaty Santa. Um, think about how you are investing your time now and your money now into the marketing that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And Obviously, don't change if you've got a plan, and and I'm not saying, you know, take yourself off the path you're on, but if you look at something like that or some other idea, whether it's, you know, care packages or visiting people or whatever it is, the time and money you're investing is going to be relatively similar and definitely worth the price of admission time-wise to do that. So take the time to do it because you're spending it some way or another anyway into some sort of marketing. Absolutely. Um, And I can guarantee you that it's worth it. When we've done things like this before, another, I think we've spoken about the sign idea before. Maybe we haven't. Yeah, I think so. We touched on Um, it. But yeah, at the beginning of COVID, knowing that kids couldn't have birthday parties and and there were lots of kids having birthdays. It's just like, it's like Christmas, but it's different. So we made signs that just said, honk, it's my birthday. Like a lot of signs you might've seen for first responders or for grads or things like that. And we just offered them up to anybody who wanted them for free. We'd go in the middle of the night and drop them off the night before the kid's birthday. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And keep the sign. And people were just really touched by it because there was no, they all wanted to pay for it. We weren't charging for it. It wasn't branded other than again, just like, Hey, follow us on social media because that's where we'll post the video or the picture of the sign. Right. And people were tagging us. Yeah. And like we, that's when we first started this community page. And from there we were able to get hundreds of followers from it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's strictly, well, for the most part, people that are in our community, which is what we want. Because when you create an Instagram page, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of our pages are, you know, we're all, we all follow each other. We all follow realtors because that's, you know, that's just the way it goes. But to have a page where we're growing people that are in our community mainly is really powerful. And just every post you put out there is, you know, is hitting the right people. Yeah. And so Another reason why foresight and thinking a little bit out of the box that way is important is that the even if it's not going to be like some sort of big idea where you're going out and doing things or committing hours a day every day, even if it's just the creative you're putting out there, mm-hmm. when you do something that's relevant and current or forward-looking, it also shows that you're not just generically pumping out stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about differentiation It's one thing to use words that are different, but some people do that and that just becomes their shtick that they're always putting out there and it becomes very, which is good, it's consistent, but it becomes like your brand is just that different thing. But Mm -hmm. if you're constantly staying ahead of things and changing with the market, 
it makes it, it makes people realize that you're working hard to stay relevant. Yeah, and what how does that translate into them working with you? If you're willing to put yourself out there, be really creative with the things that you're doing in your own community, for example, how can you like how is that going to translate into how you market and advertise their home? I think that there's a connection there and that's something if in my mind I'm looking at an agent, that's the person I want to be working with rather than somebody just sending me, you know, random postcards or targeting me through social media with just very generic messages. Hey there. <laughs> Sell your house with me. Um, so on Foresight also, we're talking a lot about marketing plans and all that. Mm. But Foresight really ties into everything we've been talking about in all the sessions here. It's your job to think ahead. So not just with the message that you put out there, but with the way you prepare your clients, you prepare yourself to be ready for anything as it happens. It's To me, that's the most impactful way you can show you're a professional and a great representative of your client when they've got not just a question, but they've got a problem or they have something that they need on the fly and you pull it out of your bag or you pull it out of your trunk, it shows that you had foresight into the things people need. Even something as little as a measuring tape. I cannot get Mm -hmm. over how many potential buyers I work with that are blown away when they're like, oh, I don't know if this is going to fit our king size bed. And I pull out my measuring tape and they're like, oh, wow, that's amazing. You have a measuring tape. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a thing that I have. Because She's got a utility belt. She's <laughs> no, like Batman. But, well, like, but, but things like that. And it, it really it really is helpful for people knowing the dimensions of beds even, you yeah. know, like a lot of when you're, especially when you're working in the condo uh, sector, so many bedrooms are so small. So to be able to tell people, okay, your queen bed is going to fit in here for the most part. I mean, minus a headboard and all that, but the little things like that, like it's just those things that all the little things to know, knowing the stuff that, and this also comes from getting to know your clients when you're working with someone, if you know, someone has a pet or someone's a smoker or whatever it is, little things that you can get ahead of the questions, you know, they'll have before you see a place Mm -hmm. or as you're sending them places, it's so impactful to just answer those questions without saying, you know, I, I, I don't know. You know, we'll have, to, we'll have to revisit this. Although that is what you should do if you don't know the answer, yeah. which we've also talked about in the past. <laughs> but yeah, tape measure is the biggest single surprisingly effective thing you can be prepared with. Yeah. And I know people have given tape measures to their potential clients, which is also great, but sometimes they forget them. So having it on you is like you're in control of the situation. So, yeah. That's why you need a utility belt. You too. You should, seriously. So, yeah, the the theme of your job, really, we, we tried to package it from a marketing perspective, but what we do is as professionals, we think ahead And we learn from the experiences we've had Mm -hmm. to generate the expectation of what's going to come. And we do that with our clients. And then for the people we're trying to get and for the brand and the image we're putting out there, just keep an ear to the ground and stay ahead of things. There's so many people that are out there putting the same message. All you have to do is open – I was going to say a newspaper. (laughs) If you open a newspaper, good for you. But go on the internet. Watch the news. 
be yeah. in your community. We'll, we'll always bring it back to how it can you can help your clients. Like if there's a news story out there, like what kinds of questions are going to be generated from this? What are they going to be wondering about? Just pay attention to everything that's going on around you. If you're getting a very common question from a particular set of buyers or sellers, use that to create something that's going to be helpful for for everybody that you might be working with. Uh, yeah, I, I remember, and every business is like this. I think brokerages are like this too. We've done this a couple times with our blog, but I remember when I was with the Argos, mm-hmm. anytime there was some sort of a contentious announcement that was about to come out, the key thing a big company does is they prepare all the talking points and the FAQ ahead of time. Right. So that the moment the announcement comes yeah. out, it gets accompanied by the, here's everything you need to know. Right. And so you've put that together. I know when there were new rules that came out or ARIA, you know, new documents and forms. Yeah, every year ARIA does their updates. Yeah. yeah. So when that comes out, if you know things like that are happening or you know something's going to be announced in the economy or whatever, and you know the impact that might have on real estate, be ready with, you know, a, a little FAQ or a what you need to know kind of thing, or at least know it yourself so that you're able to address the things that people are going to want to know. Exactly. Yeah. And ideas, they're endless. You know, you're never going to run out of ideas. So don't be afraid to share ideas with other people because you're probably going to get ideas back as well. And you're just, the moment you start sharing them and just talking about them, you're just going to naturally start thinking about it a lot more and um, you're going to generate more and more for your own business. And and research what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. There's no, like we've said it before, there's no monopoly on good ideas. Yeah. If you want to just look at what other realtors, other entrepreneurs are doing in different markets anywhere, if something looks yeah. like a cool idea and you go, wow, I should try that, then yeah. try it. How can I make this work for my, my own yeah. business? Can and I maybe make it it's better? a little altered or something like that. Right. And yep. then stick to it. Mm-hmm. So once you have the idea, see it through because not all these ideas, like we don't do them to go generate a million clients or anything like that, but this yeah. consistent approach to thinking forward and having ideas, we see people now who have built a relationship with us. And you can imagine how easy it is now, like using the Santa thing as an example, to send out a video with a Santa visit with someone's kids that was 10 minutes Mm -hmm. with no talk of real estate. Now, this isn't even like a lukewarm lead anymore. They might not be buying or selling or anything like that, but you can be sure that when we reach out to them with an email, we're not spam anymore. Yeah. Right? This is just the people who have been providing nice services and we genuinely want to do this. Like we are genuinely interested in seeing families in our community happy. Mm -hmm. We want people to know that. And so find the ways to pass that message on by not just putting it on a postcard. Yeah. And one word of caution that I we've fallen into many times is pick one strategy, pick one thing that you want to do and go with that. Don't start trying to incorporate multiple things because it is a big time commitment. It could be a big financial commitment Mm -hmm. and you need to plan these things out. So whether it's like maybe something once a quarter, once, like if you're just getting into it once every, like maybe twice a year or something along those lines, make sure it fits within your schedule and within your budget. Um, that that's really important because it can be very easy to get carried away with different ideas. And trust me, we we've done it. We continue to do it. Yeah. And, and also be aware that sometimes it might not work. It might not work the way you see it 
working um, and that's okay. You tried it, you stay committed to it and then you move on and you learn from that, that initiative. Yeah, And even not working, it doesn't make it a failure no, at all. No, not at all. Like we talk about learning from mistakes, but the feedback for a good idea that doesn't go so well mm-hmm. will rarely, if ever, be negative feedback. It might just not be the positive feedback you were hoping for. So if something just kind of blows over, it is what it is. You tried it and it's still something that you can say you did and you can now tweak it and learn from it and figure out what the next great idea is that maybe takes what was good from that and leaves behind what was bad. Yeah. So now you've got some homework. (laughs) Start thinking about the sorts of things you can do that are thinking ahead because foresight is everything in a competitive industry. You know, like I said, not just marketing, knowing where things are going to be in the industry with client perspectives, with the economy, with your own business and what your clients need. Think it all through. And the more you're able to think about that stuff, the more clarity you'll have on your own direction for the months and the years ahead. Yeah, exactly. So if you like this episode, take a screenshot of it, share it on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Just tag us and uh, we will see you next week on our 51st episode. That's true. There's nothing we like more. We've started seeing some people who are doing that. I know. It's It's awesome when people will post that they're listening to us. More importantly, that they're getting something out of it. No, it's that you're listening to us. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We hope it's valuable. So until next week. Peace out, yo's. Cheerio. Level up, 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 level up,